0: The one-stop
1: for exclusive interviews. We're joined by uh, UCO head coach Nick Bobek. Coach, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. You know, the, the, the number one thing is, you, we, we we have core values that we. We are joined by University of Central Oklahoma Safety uh, O'Shea Harris, who was recently named second team All-American this week. O'Shea, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. It shows that all the hard work I've been putting in
2: over the last couple years finally paid off. I went from my redshirt freshman year feeling like I should play, but I wasn't quite ready to just work and whatever I could in the summertime of the weight taking everything serious, and then it all finally paid off. I just... I just
0: know it's more, I it's more like,
1: so just doing, I Post-game press conferences. There have been several things that, that happened even before the season started that, you know, and, you know that could have just, our kids could have just folded the 10. Uh, you know, it shows character. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JJ Smith. You're listening to The Cho Show, only on theswabreport.com. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, or whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cho Show podcast presented by theswabreport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodo, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. And I know it has been a while. I know it has been a long while. Uh, a lot of other UCO news has happened. And uh, we will get into that here momentarily. But we are back with another special. Uh, my, my, my my guest this time is someone I wanted to bring on the podcast for quite some time. Uh, this is, this is a, 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 a young man whose story is... Uh, it's 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 pretty damn powerful. Um it uh it, it 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 was one of the most candid uh open interviews I have done. Um it, it uh it it was uh you know it's uh It, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's definitely emotional. Um, I, you know, I, I, I have to say that, uh, <clears throat> as I'm tearing up right now, um, it, it, it was, it was, it was extre- extremely powerful. Um, and I, uh, I, I mean, it, 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 uh, it, I, word, words can't describe, um, how grateful I am uh, that he came on, uh, and that man is Derek L'Occident. Um If you have not heard his story, um, then I, I suggest that, that you buckle up and uh, that that you that that you listen to this interview. I believe it is about thirty five minutes or so. Um, but I, let me tell you. Uh, th- th- this 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 man. Uh, we talk about you know when I came on here. I believe it was last season. Um, you know after the ball come comeback. Uh, and I, I I said you know it, it's just something about you know being a Bronco that is that is you know that is 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 different just the never say die attitude the um and, you know j- just 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 the, the dedication and the hard work and if if anybody exemplifies this it is Derek um and uh you know so i i just really am grateful for uh to to him for coming on um and and again it it, it this is this is by far uh the the best interview that I have done. Um, and I feel like this is, uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful. Um, what this man had to overcome to get to, uh, where he is now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I, just, uh... Yeah. Right? It, it, it's, uh... It's pretty... It's pretty... It's pretty powerful. But, uh... Before we get into that... Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do the other UCO news and happenings here. We're gonna start up at the very top... At the Athletics Department. Uh... Now, again, we have, we last came on here when I interviewed Chandler... Chandler Garrett. Um and that was sometime last month or the month before um it has been a while uh I, you know i obviously was sports kind of at a standstill here it has been a while so i have a lot of updating to do um and former lead director eddie griffin who man was a monumental in uh, helping get the uh sports performance center again top of the line Sport performance center up there, up and built. He retired on April 30th, so I want to wish Eddie Griffin there a happy, happy, happy retirement. I, I do remember seeing him a couple times um, waiting to interview Coach Bobek, and he was always a fan of my Cho Show hat, so I do do appreciate that. Um, and Chuck Bailey was named the interim athletic director, so, uh, yeah. Again, I wish Eddie Griffin a happy, happy, uh, Retirement there and nothing but the best for him moving forward. Now, wrestling, we got some big news out of the wrestling program, which you know should not be a surprise here. UCLA's wrestling program, one of the best in the, in the country. Um, and we also have one of the best freshmen, freshmen in the country because Dalton Abney was named NWCA Super Region 4 Rookie of the Year. So I want to wish Dalton Abney there. Hey, congratulations. Uh, then, Heath Gray is a name I mention a lot on this podcast uh, just because the man is just that dominant. Uh, not only was Heath Gray named NWCA Super Super Regional Region 4 Wrestler of the Year, but Heath Gray was named National Wrestler of the Year. So, uh, again, just Broncos doing big things here. So, I uh, want to give a special shout out there to national wrestler of the year. he's great I remember somebody might need to need to try to bring on here um but but again again the the, the wrestling program just just uh top notch just top notch now not the only um bronco to Gardner and national claim on the golf on the green here. Um, Susanna Olivares was named first team All-American this year. So I want to wish her a congratulations to there. Um, and then head coach Michael Bond named regional coach of the year after his Broncos finished in the top eight in all seven tournaments and in the top four in all but one. Now, UCO finished second three times. And one once taking the UCO Classic at the Golf Club of Edmonds. So, again, another great year for UCO Golf. So, I want to wish, uh, um, hey, head coach Michael Bond and his golfers there, hey, congratulations on another successful season. Now, on the basketball front, the basketball front, uh, on the men's basketball front again. Uh, what, what I would actually call, I mean, if we're all been considering here, you know, uh, the uh, roster turnover, uh, dandy the change here with head coach Bob Hoffman coming over from Mercer, I think you, it, it, especially the way that the men's team finished down the stretch, I, I think really, uh, is 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 uh, encouraging because again. They had a lot of tough losses there to open the season. Then they went on a little, on a on a small winning streak, uh, and then kind of had, I believe, it was a six or seven game slump there. But they ended the season uh, really, really playing some pretty good basketball. Now they have signed. I had to give my Hoffman and the staff credit here. Okay, they went out and they added some quality players. Uh, they, they they added eleven. They added. They added a ton of quality players. One of them has Oklahoma Ties, uh, and that one is Jalen Crutchfield. Now, if 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 that is um, that name is familiar, that is because Jalen Crutchfield was a standout at Norman North High School. Um, the 6'4 guard has two years of eligibility left after transferring in from Stetson. That is a program in Florida. Uh, Bob Hoffman had this to say about it. We are excited to have Jalen join our program. We believe he brings some valuable tools and experience, and he is going to help us get get better. We're looking forward to getting back on campus soon and getting him in the gym with the team. Now, uh, during his senior season at Norman North back in 2017-2018, Crutchfield averaged over 15 points points per game, helped the Timberwolves to a regional title, and was named OBCA All-Star. Then, the past two seasons here at Stetson, Crutchfield uh, contributed off the bench, appearing in 45 games. Uh, During his freshman season, he finished second on the team in three-point percentage at 35.3, and he also hit multiple threes in six different games during that season so uh again here we're talking, about the, we're talking about the guy uh obviously the talent is there uh he has the size now if you recall kind of one of, one of my knocks there uh back in the tom hankins era was the size of the guards uh again we had uh well, uh, Marquise Johnson, who just finished off his senior season at Swassu, and then uh, Josh Holliday and um, Jordan, uh, I believe, la- Loudon, I think. Now, I saw they both graduated, so I want to give all three of them a congratulations on that because that is a huge accomplishment. Uh, but I-, I, have, I have seen now, you know, it la- uh, with the freshman departed last year, that, that the height is, is definitely uh, something here that Bob Hoffman um, clearly values uh, and it, because also another signee, Connor Calavan, the younger brother of current UCL guard Carson Cal- Calavan uh, was named Muskogee Phoenix MVP and a member of the Tulsa World's All-World team. So, uh, right all right there. And, and, um, On top of that, the 6'5 guard was the second leading scorer in all of 4A. Again, the second leading scorer in all of 4A. Okay? As he averaged 21.1 points per game, 6.1 rebounds, 2.7 assists, and so, forty percent from three. So if he can come in there and do much of the same like he did at Fort Gibson, uh, for usual Broncos here, uh, this would be fantastic. Because again, if if you if you watched the the, the outside shooting last year, uh, apart from Cole Savage, uh, it really was not there. Um, now I, I am aware. That, uh, well, well, one, that they put a lot of new, a lot of, uh, new, newcomers. But two, again, my man James D. Jackson, will also want to give a shout out to for graduating, uh, my man James, um, a, 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 a very good friend of both me and the podcast here. We're seeing him in the press box, uh, and the scores table now as he is with the, uh, Daily Oklahoman, um, That there's a red shirt, uh, also from Norman North, if I pull up the roster here, that I heard is indeed the real deal. Now, uh, I I tend to believe my man James and also uh, Chris Brandon here have told me once Shamar Smith is indeed the real deal. Now, if Shamar Smith is indeed the real deal, uh, the next year's team could be looking really, really, really good because um, you, you basically returned Justin Nimmer. He played a lot. They saw me McDowell was an absolute beast there at times. Uh, Seth Heard again, as a true freshman, I, I thought him and fellow freshman DJ uh, Bassey Really, I mean, really, two impressive posts there, and then Carson Calavina, at least in that in that Kearney game, uh, did a great job running running the point guard spot there. So uh, again, uh, I'm really liking it here, and then rounding it out, you have uh, fellow freshman signee Devon Richardson of Sand Springs. Uh, so, I believe that that would have been, the same school as Colt Savage came from. No. Is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. At the same school as Colt Savage and uh, Peyton Scott, who was also a beast. Uh, he was named to the Oklahoma Coaches Association All State Team and the Tulsa Worlds All World Team, as well as being a finalist for the Tulsa World Player of the Year. The 6'4 guard averaged 16.2 points per game. Eight and a half rebounds, one point six assists, two point two steals, and one block a game. So we got we got a quality two way guard here again with with uh, the with the, uh, with the size and the uh, and the uh, length You um, really come in here and make an impact. There, I mean, you look at that two two point two steals and a block a game. That that is that is some defensive impact. Uh, he scored 1,331 career points and had 20 career double-doubles. So, i want to give a shout-out there to Bob Hoffman and his staff here for uh, bolstering the, the roster here. And I believe they also signed a junior college point guard because Deshaun Bell has, has graduated as has Cooper Cooper Clark. So, uh and again i i i i really 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 looking forward here to uh this this coming season on both the men and women's front because again the women's uh played a lot of freshmen that were really 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 good so they should be you know even more really 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 good uh after a full year of experience They also have kelsey johnson back who's an absolute beast but um so I I am definitely looking forward to uh, the to the basketball season this year because I'm tell you it should be a good one. Now that out of the way, um well as out of the way here, with no further ado, um we have the interview with again Derek Derek Locksons. And uh again, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Had the tissues ready, okay, because, you know, it, it, it's, it it's going to be one heck of a ride. So, um, here it is. Here, here Here's my interview with UCO senior safety Derek oh, Derek today on his journey back to the football field. I'm joined by my University of Central Oklahoma senior defensive back, Derek, Derek Loxenden, who has had a heck of a journey here back to the football field. Derek, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Um, could you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've been here, I've at UCO for the last four years, uh, I played uh, my freshman year through my uh, sophomore year. Ended up having an injury during that season, and uh, it's caused me to miss the last two years. Um,
0: so I mean, I've just been honestly for the last year and a half, I've been working, building myself back up to uh, back up into uh, a football shape. Being able to play my last season here at the UCO.
1: so um how did you end up at at Uco uh
2: i say it was my end of my junior year of, uh in high school and i get a call from coach Jacob which was a former defense
1: redshirt your your first year there correct yes sir okay can, can you tell me now what what is that what is that like the shirt year because I, I imagine it's got to be kind of tough going from you know starting playing a playing a lot of snaps to then you know only practicing yeah
2: i mean yeah of course it, it, any freshman that comes up there most majority of the freshmen that come up there are either Getting a bunch of snaps good in their high school years. And, uh, it's a tough adjustment, I'm not gonna lie, but it's honestly something, it's, it's one of the best things that could possibly happen to me. It gives me a, a year of getting a good feel of what a, co- a collegiate level is like, you know, going against these guys in practice, scouting practice, uh, Every day, it's something. It, you go get the best every day, and it gives you it gives you a, a boost to your game. Honestly, uh, throughout that, and it gives you time to prepare yourself for the for the coming up season that year. You get to play.
1: So, what what was the hardest? I guess the hardest adjustment from from high
2: school football to college football. Uh, the speed it's it's way faster and. It's way faster, and the knowledge lo- level you need to have uh, to be able to play in, in this industry, especially in the in AA, uh it's quicker. People are uh, people do different. It's it's, it's, a, it's a different ballgame. It's just it's just like any other uh, stage and level that it just goes up at each time you level up. So I mean
1: it's just an adjustment that you have to make and uh, and yeah so okay so what what was playing in your first uh, college game like
2: oh uh, first uh, um it was I'm not gonna lie and I'm not type to really get nervous over ball games because something has to do for us look 13 15 years, really, so, uh, it was nerve-wracking, uh, probably the first shoot snaps, but I, I kind of went mind-blank and just was out there freestyling. but once I got a couple plays under my feet, I got, got into the rhythm of things,
1: and, you know, started, I mean, really just started playing ball, which I already know how to do, so, I mean, it wasn't nothing crazy, but I mean, you can get the jitters that first, but the jitters go away once you get play time on the Okay, so then moving to your sophomore season, uh, you had a you had a, a pretty good three game start. I believe you were leading the team tackle yeah, tackles. Yeah, what? Uh, so okay, so what? What? What was the key to your uh, fast start there? Uh, just
2: how we're coming in uh, I just had the visualizations that uh, I was really trying to outdo
0: a former player that we uh, that recently uh, graduated
2: O'Shea Harris uh, we're supposed to be the two big big guys coming in especially in the uh, secondary or uh, front and I kind of Wanted to really, really close to show throughout uh, throughout that, uh, that fall camp and at the beginning of that season, just just really, uh, just really just. I mean, I'm not saying it was it, it it really a competition, but I, I wanted to really show that you know. Uh, I'm not trying So, <laughs> like that, uh, you know, I'm not the little brother within the, within the two, and you know, but I mean, I think it was probably him
0: that really pushed me to really get that quick start
2: that I
1: had. Oh, Okay. So, so, so then I oh, believe it was sh- some some after that. Now is is, is when the accident happened
2: um yeah it was, it was uh after that uh nebraska turkey game which was like the third game that i uh
1: schedule i think um okay so um like it yeah, is whatever you're comfortable sharing here what what yeah, yeah. What, what um i guess what what happened in the accident, and then um, what I guess was your immediate reaction when you when you kind of realized, you know, all of what had just happened? Uh, yeah, so okay. it's I think yeah it was after that game uh, and we and I was with a couple of friends
2: and they wanted to go out to a club and. I'm not the type to really grab the club, but the only time I went out was with them, and I, I mean, it was just something that I really—I mean, just went along with the crowd, really. So uh, we went out. I mean, I had a couple of drinks, but it wasn't nothing crazy. I—I I mean, it was nothing like I—I I just overdid it, but I mean. It was a certain period of that time of night, I kind of like went blank and kind of almost blacked out Just this And, uh, so it's around two, and this is the time where all the clubs are closing, and I'm with the buddy of mine on the team. And, uh, I come out, I went through, go used the restroom, and by the time I get out of the restroom, it's already closing time, and everybody's egging me out the building. And, I think I ended up losing where uh, one of my buddies went and I ended up sh- starting to walk down the street. I mean, I think that's why I'm really drunk and just complicated and really don't know what's happening. But uh, so I'm walking and I ended up trying to get further down from where all the clubs are at and there's a gas station on the other side of the tracks, and so I, I wanted to go and see if I could get like a phone call or something. But I ended up crossing the tracks, and the uh, the fence
0: is what I was trying to cross through. And by the time I was, I got
2: my right foot over, it's where they connected, and. uh By the time I got my right foot over, the train started to move, and I ended up jumping off my right, but my left foot ended up getting caught within the wheels of the train, and once that happened, I kind of just blacked out for like a couple minutes. I'm not sure how long, but I ended up blacking out. I wake up. And I look down, and my left foot is down. So at this point, I'm just, uh, I don't I don't remember how I was feeling at the time. I was just really trying to just look for any type of help. Trying to uh, jump in, hopping up, up to the main road. Try to find any help I can. Uh, I see cars driving by. I mean, no one's stopping. I get to a uh, stoplight and I just sit and put my back against the pole. And uh, as soon as I start to black out again, I see a lady pull up and she's talking to me. And then once she calls 911, I end up blacking out again and I end up waking up in the hospital. And the first person I see is my mom and my aunt. And that was really when I started to realize what was going on. And started to, the first thing I said to my mom was like, I'm sorry. Don't know why. I mean, it's just something that I really, I was young. I mean, just wild acting like I was indestructible. I mean, I get like that things happened. I mean, that's what I have to say about it, but uh, I, I don't know you know, how we really felt throughout all that thought, it was just something
0: that was just really all just down and, and dark
2: at that time, really.
1: So, okay, so I guess um, after, okay, so after that, what So what was the, um, I guess the, the, the steps that happened after, because I think you had, you had some kind of surgery right after that?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and yeah, that's, that's where I think, honestly, probably got worse. Uh, so I had the surgery, um... Uh, and this is like the second week I'm in a hospital, but I'm on all types of drugs, so I, I don't know what, what's happening. Um, third week comes around, I'm starting to gain conscious of what's going on around me. And uh, they told me uh, my left foot was gone. They found it, but it wasn't in, in time to reattach. Weeks going, and you know, I'm getting visits from players, friends, family members, Uh, and it was a night.
1: Sitting in the hospital, I guess, watching the, the the days go by. What, um, I guess what, like, what were your thoughts? Like, what, what were, were you, were you, were you thinking about, um, like how, um, how you're going to move forward from this, or what, what, what was your, what was your... I,
2: Honestly, I, I wasn't thinking. I was just, I mean, I couldn't watch any. Any football stuff. I mean, I I, I had friends up there that would you know watch or you know play games with me, but after they would leave, I I mean I would just be alone by myself and not really do anything, either sleep or just uh, be on my phone and or something. I mean, it was that was hard. That I was the that I was the hard hardest. Time um, I've ever had really going through something, and uh yeah, but so there wasn't any, any. I mean, not much emotion, but just emptiness,
1: really. So, so what, then, what, what, what was the thing that I guess that that brought you out of that slump?
2: Uh, I mean. When I got out the hospital, okay, that's all I really cared about. It. I mean, I, I stayed longer than I was supposed. I was supposed to get out within little weeks, but I ended up staying
0: another three, three more weeks. So when I got out the
2: hospital and went back to to my house in Edmond, is when I mean I started gaining life again, really.
1: So. What what was the um, Rehab Process like? Uh,
2: Rehab So they had an In-home rehab Uh, Person that came And saw me I think Three times a week And she would Just do real Like Show me how to do band work And And um, Just Things that helped me Get out of bed And that's I, what I had, but it wasn't mud, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing crazy, um, it was just help helping get strength within my body, back within my body.
1: Um, so, at what point, I guess, did, did you, did you figure that you could give, uh, playing another shot?
2: Uh, and it was a practice that I went to. Um, went to it was my first. It was the first pra- practice I. It was the first time I first time seeing the guys in a while, and I went up there, and I just love to love and the that they showed me was just amazing. Just when I walked out the door, they all just came springing towards me and, you know, hugging me, high-fiving me and stuff, and that just brought tears to my eyes. And I think that moment was when I, I like, I thought to myself, like, I, I, should, I should really
0: tried something here. I tried, at least tried to make a comeback,
2: you know. Um, just because of just the brotherhood that I created with these guys and the bond, yeah. and just the friendship, man, just all that. I mean, it was just too much to throw, just throw away, just because of some bad situation. You know? So, I mean, I think that time, that that moment was when I just decided to give it a go and really just just shows. I mean what I mean see what would happen if you know just you know just give it a try and just, just because I mean it was just too much dude I guess just go from playing having almost uh all American season all American season
0: and just not playing at all is just too much to handle. so I mean I just missed the
2: game too much it's just something that honestly had to
1: do. So once you decided on that, then then talk me through here about how you were able to then um, go from that moment and now, you know, where you are now, actually, I believe, back on the practice field and, and, and actually uh, being in a position to play once again.
2: Oh, it was a long process. It was... That it started uh the spring of 2019 and started with workouts. And I went up there. And this I didn't even have my prosthetic at this time. I, I went up there and did the workouts one-legged, really. Just grinded it out, uh, doing whatever I could do. Um, I remember those times when... In the workouts they had push-up competition. and I was just jumping at that With anything that I was you know like capable of doing I would, I would try to do it and you know just because I mean I didn't want to feel left out and you know just within those things so I mean did the workout uh I get, ended up getting my prosthetic within, I think, February was it. Got my prosthetic, uh, and started to do a little bit more leg workouts, some strength within my left leg. Uh, and then, uh, I ended up coming back to the practice field, I think. Uh, Around you know, it was the third game of that uh, of the 2019 season. It was my first time coming back onto the practice field, and uh, it was an awesome moment. I mean, it's it, something I'll never forget. Honestly, just being out there—it it was just a regular practice, but it, it meant more to me than than anything else. Just being back out there, running around with the guys. Uh, and just being out there is just something that is like it's just it's just amazing. Um, I, I'm lost
0: words like that. It's something that I
2: mean it's, it's it's those types of moments that I I live through Honestly, I gained I, I build myself up for those moments and. It's something that I've probably never it, honestly. It's just those type of things.
1: Um so okay, so uh I, I know during the time last season, I, you know, I would see you on the sideline. I think I saw you in the coaches uh booth a couple of times last season. What what yeah. so so what what were the different things that you would be doing to I, I guess you know kind of uh kind of stay football sharp mentally and um how how, how did that different perspective um help you I I guess um kind of you know get back
2: yeah uh, so I would uh I would sometimes record practices. Um, I would go to all the meetings. I, at the time, I was I was I was practicing with the red Church. so I was back in the red but red shirt stage and things, just because I wanted to be, to get back into the football shape and things like that. So uh, I went to all the all the traditional meetings that they had, uh, just to you know. Gain that knowledge and, you know, get back into it. Uh, I would be in the press box, you know, writing uh, route compilations down for the coaches during game days. Things like that. I mean, I'd just to stay around the game and uh, keep that feel, keep that touch within uh, that I had for the game, really.
1: Uh, now you now you you mentioned having to get back in football shit. How how tough of a task was oh, that?
2: I, don't, I I didn't realize how out of shape I was till till this this uh, this uh, spring workout that uh, we just went through. Uh, I <laughs> I didn't make it through the first the first uh, the first work out really because I, I was just so out of shape and 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 just didn't have the wind like I did. But I, I mean I didn't that didn't stop me really. I just I came back every day just trying to get at least one percent better really. And I did, uh I had a certain home I ended up you know, making it through workouts and and all the conditioning stuff, and keeping up with the guys, really just keeping up with them and, and maintaining that that leverage that I had, really. But that it, it was it was a grind. I'm not gonna lie. It's just, it's not it's not like I just popped up and just started practicing and and you know working out. This it, it, it was like the process for sure. Um, nothing was given to me, really. Uh, I had to work for every. This, this whole I had to work for every bit of it. Every every single bit of it, I had to work for it. So I mean, I ended up I ended up doing it, and I made it. You know, I'm kind of sad that we didn't have a we didn't have uh any spring practices, but you know,
0: there's always a time for it. And I, I i'm just going to be ready for it whenever that time comes
1: so what are you what are you doing i guess now to 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 kind of still stay in the best football city you possibly can uh i've
2: been doing drills i mean gyms are starting to open back up so i i started uh, going up to the gym with the, with a buddy of mine but mainly just doing drills that the coaches put on a film tape for us to do. Really, to, I mean, that's for this whole quarantine. That's what I've been really doing.
0: Um.
1: Okay. So, um, how? Okay. So, could you like, like p- playing playing with your prosthetic? How? What was that a ad- ad- adjustment like, if there was any, and um. I guess, how long did it take you to get get comfortable um, playing with it? Um, Okay, that's a good question. Uh, So,
2: the first day I got it, I ended up going to class with it, just walking around with it. Um, Time goes by, I tried I think it was a couple months after I tried running with it but didn't get the real feel for it. And this is my main prospect like this. I mean, I'm not really I'm supposed to be practicing with it, but I ended up doing it anyway. Um, but I think, yeah, it was it was
0: when, it was two weeks before fall camp. I really started to get,
2: Get, uh, get a handle on it and really figure things out. I was, I went up to the field one night with a buddy, uh, I'm not sure, uh, if you know, uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Hill. I Me and him went up to the field one night to do a couple drills, you know. Was doing it, didn't feel right. I mean, so, I mean, next night we went up there again started doing drills again I mean it and it just slowly started to kick in and start starting to see what what I needed to do to get a handle on things um and just I continue to work on it and I saw process progress within it it's just I mean, it just took time and, and practice, really. It's just, the time I put in with it is, I mean, insane. Like, I put so much time and effort. I, done, I did ladders, so many drills, in and out, just so much time I just put within it. And, I mean, I ended up, it's just something that it takes time, really takes time and practice and once once I did that I figured things out and started practicing again really
1: so well here we are now in present day you're back what what are you what are your goals uh, for your senior season Uh,
2: getting a lot of playing time really I'm not I'm not good sugarcoating i I know it's something I, I got a I got a bit of a handicap but I mean that's not an excuse man. I'm I feel like I I could play at, at this level really and play at a high at a high standard really I I feel like I could do I could still do all these things really like I don't see why not like I, I, I'm I'm going into this with a mental stage of I want to get playing time, and I'm gonna. I know it's not gonna be given to me, so I'm gonna have to go out there, and earn it. But I feel like I'm I'm capable of doing all that. Like I don't I'm not I'm not second guessing anything. Like, I just I'm going into it, trying to earn a lot of playing time, really. I, mean, I don't. If, if awards come with it, I, that's fine. I mean, but I'm, I'm wanting to get a lot. I, I want to get a lot of players on
1: i both defensive and special teams. Um. So, uh, are, are, you, are you, are you, are you, are you still playing, uh, sa- um, safety?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I, uh, yeah. Now, um, you, uh, both Osa and Japar are gone. So that's. That's kind of a lot of leadership there How how can you Step in as you know as Kind of the um, Elder statesman there And help the uh, younger guys what, What'd you say um I said with both uh, O'Shea and Jakari gone um, Okay yeah as, as one of now As one of the elder statesmen uh, How can you help out The uh, younger guys?
2: Uh, I mean, I mean, we still have guys here. We still have Kobe Underwood, Daniel Boston, Chris Lewis. We still have guys that have played here and, you know, know, know the system. Um, and we have a new, new D.C. coach Landry that has an awesome, awesome playbook and, you know, knows what he's talking about. And we also brought in a lot of a lot of guys that uh, are talented. I, I just wish we would have we would have been able to practice this spring to just get a good feel for everybody and you know get gain that bond within everything. But I mean,
0: I'm I'm you know I I want everybody's here for a reason. Get a is it, that.
1: I talked to your teammate Shannon Garrett, I believe, sometime last month. Um now he, he he informed me that you two are pretty close. So I oh, have yeah. so I have that's, to ask um w- way way back in his first start against number four Northwest Missouri State and he uh pretty much lead a dominant performance there. What yeah. what what were your um I I guess what was your reaction to his performance, and then uh, what did you what did you tell him uh, a year year um, after that? I guess. Um, yeah, I
2: remember watching that game in the hospital, and I was in awe of everything. Honestly, that I mean, from, from the from the first quarter to the last quarter, I was I was just. Smiling the entire time watching this man go off. setting I, I mean, just being the number four, like being the number 14 at home, I couldn't even imagine what he was thinking. You know, just it, being a, a backup quarterback coming in, now starting, getting number 14, like that's, that's something amazing. And After the game, I just called my love for him. Uh, chopped it up with him a little bit, but he he knows he knows what what it is with me and him, man. Just I was, uh, but that game was just insane. That game was just absolutely insane. I, I was proud of him, dude. where he came from, like what what he had to go through, I couldn't even imagine, dude.
0: Couldn't even imagine, but I was definitely proud of him. Definitely
2: proud of him. But he had to? He was a guy that he was a he was the
1: perfect guy for that job. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. So my final question to you here now, I, I know this is kind of thinking uh, in the future somewhat, but past this season, what is next in the life of Derek Locksider? Uh, that.
2: Say that one. I gotta, I gotta say that one. You know, just I just just yes, you just have to say this I can't, I can't go all the things here you now. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, no, no, no hints. No, That's against you, John. I just met you,
1: but you know, like I just can't. You know, I know you want to know, but you know, you can't, I mean, you
2: can't get the full book. You gotta, you gotta, you know, there's chapter's today.
1: So you said so I have so so what this means now is that there's got to be a part two to this t- <laughs> to this interview. Now to bring you on again. <laughs> hey
2: man, hey, I would love to come back on here. You know? Well, you're like, welcome.
1: You're I'm welcome a- to come on at any uh, at at, at uh, any 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 time. Actually, I, I wanted to get you on earlier, but. Um, it just, just just never found the, 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 you know, the, the, uh, time. So I'm glad we were able yeah. to get you on because no, uh,
2: man, I appreciate you. You know, it, it, it's, it's little, I mean, it's been a while since I've talked about, talked with someone about, you know, all this stuff. It's
0: good to share my mind and be open for once. Well,
1: I, I really, no. I, I, I do appreciate you. Um, You know really really sharing your story um uh you know i when 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 it when it happened um i believe i think i i I know i said um you know like at 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 any given time you're welcome to come on and that we were we were praying for you so i'm I'm glad that it that it worked out for you um and I, i i really hope that you do have a a good senior season. I, I, I can not only really imagine uh what'll be going through your your mind and everybody's mind when you do take that first snap in a uh, actual game. I, I really hope um you know that that it's something that can serve as motivation for you know a lot of people. Um you uh, know I would I mean you you had to overcome a lot to get back so um, again, I, I just, I really appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing your story. And again, you're, you're welcome to come on any given time you have my number now. So, you know, at, 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 at any time you feel like you want to come on or something, don't hesitate to reach out.
2: For sure. I appreciate it, brother.
1: All right, Dick. Um, thank you, sir. And, um, you have a blessed day.
2: Yes,
0: sir, too. All right,
1: so there we there we go again. Derek here, um, pretty much inviting himself back on the podcast. There, you know, I I, I caught that kind of towards the towards the end there. You know, he wouldn't answer answer the final final question, but you know that that's I, that's fine with me. I, I I have no problem bringing Derek back on the podcast here. um. Again, he's welcome at any time. Uh, but, you know, in all seriousness, I, I, I really, I do. I know I said it a lot in the intro here. Um, but I, I really, I really do appreciate Derek coming on and telling his story. I I, I know, you know, I, sometimes in life, uh, I, I think we, we kind of take a lot of things for, uh, for granted here and, you know, just hearing his story, I think really could put a lot of things in perspective here, uh, especially when facing challenges in our everyday lives. I, I, I think just hearing how Derek really faced this head on, didn't let this stop him. And, and, and now here he is after, you know, years of hard work, uh, is finally back in a position here to play the game that he dearly, dearly loves. So, um, you know, again, I, I just want to thank Derek here for telling his story, for, for, for really being uh, 100% open. You know, I, I, I did ask him before we started, you know, uh let me know if there's something that you know' for couple sharing and you know he he said that he was he was he was willing to share it all and I to the man's credit the man really did um and, and again it, it just it, a very very powerful interview um and it's definitely one i I, I will remember for a long long time but uh that's gonna do it here. Um, again, if, if the opportunity arises, we'll we'll uh try to be back with another another special. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. the to top this. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It, it's 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 gonna be tough. But uh, we're going to try here. So again. Thank y'all for listening. My name is Jonathan Goodo, a.k.a. J.D. Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.